in Psalm chapter 18, verses 1 and 2. Psalm 18, verses 1 and 2. Psalm 18, verses 1 and 2 says, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. The psalmist started this 18th psalm the psalm of David, and he said at the start of this psalm, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. Then he went on to talk about the Lord as my rock, fortress, deliverer, God, and strength again, in whom I will trust. He's pointing out in both verses the first sentence of this psalm, and then in the next sentence, He says again, the Lord is my strength, my strength. He talked about then, from then on, how God delivered him from the trials that came upon him, that he heard his um, prayers, and that that he had a lot of... of, uh, sorrows and heartaches and burdens and the Lord was the strength that took him through it. And he said in the first two verses, my strength in whom I will trust. In verse 2, my buckler and the horn of my salvation, my high tower. The Lord is my strength, the one in whom I will trust. The one that I will trust in. When we think about strength, the first thought is our muscular force. You know how kids especially, they're always trying to show, look at me, you know, I'm stronger than you, and uh, all of that. Strength is more than just our muscles. Strength is the ability to do things that we don't feel like we can do. The ability to do things that uh, that oftentimes it's difficult to do, not uh, not because it's too heavy to lift up or anything like that, but there are things in our life that we have to do that we'd rather not have to do. But the Lord is the strength that gives us the the ability to do what has to be done, regardless of the fact that we would just as soon many times not have to do it. The Lord is my strength. And, and when David was writing this psalm, he, um, he was having a lot of troubles. He was li- having a lot of enemies. And uh, so he pointed out in the beginning of this psalm, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. Then he went on to say, He's my rock, fortress, deliverer, God, strength. All of these things he said, and he said, I will trust in Him. He's my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. It means more 
than just muscular force. It means a power of endurance or resistance. The power to resist when we have to resist and the power to endure when we have to endure. In um, uh, the book of Habakkuk, chapter 3, Habakkuk chapter 3, and um, verses 17 through 19, he says, Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines, the labor of the olive shall fail, and the field shall yield no meat, the flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Yet... I will rejoice in the Lord. Now notice what it says. Even though everything I have doesn't doesn't bloom, doesn't blossom, or doesn't provide fruit. Uh, the fig trees doesn't blossom, fruit no fruit in the vines. The olive fails, the fields yields no meat. The flock cut off from, from the fold, and no herd in the stalls. Even if we're down to rock bottom, in other words. Even when we're down to where there's nothing... He says, yet, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Because the Lord God is my strength and He will make my feet like hind's feet. He will make me to walk upon mine high places. So we see that David was talking about a time when things were not good. He had a lot of enemies. He had a lot of trials, persecutions. Heartaches, burdens. And he pointed out, no matter what, the Lord is my strength. The Lord is my strength. Over in the book of Second Timothy, chapter two. Second Timothy, chapter two, and um, verses one through ten. ten uh, Paul says when he wrote to Timothy, here in his second letter to Timothy, he said, Thou therefore, my son. Timothy had been called to the ministry under his ministry, and he spoke of Timothy as his son, a young uh, lad that had learned to, to follow and serve the Lord. And he said, Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus and the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men, who also who shall be able to teach others also. Thou therefore, now note this verse 3, Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Endure Hardness, be strong and endure. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. <coughs> Excuse me. And if a man also strive for masteries, yet is he not crowned except he strive lawfully? The husbandman that laboreth must be first partaker of the fruits. Consider what I say, and the Lord gives the understanding in all things. Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel, 
when I suffer trouble as an evildoer, even under bonds. But the word of God is not bound. Therefore, I endure all things for the elect's sake, that they may also obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. He said, I suffer all kinds of trouble, discouragement, burdens, but he said, through it all, I endure all things. Be strong and endure. Be strong and know that God is with his people. He said here in this verse, in verse 10, Therefore I endure all things for the elect's sake, that they may also obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. He said, I endure all things because there are God's people out there yet to be called for the elect's sake, that they may also obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. I endure whatever comes upon me, regardless of what it is and why it's there. I endure it for the elect's sake, that God's people will hear the message of life and hope. So be strong and endure. Last or suffer without breaking or yielding. James, the book of James, chapter 5. James, chapter 5. And uh, verses 7 through 11. Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth, and hath long patience for it, until he receive the early and latter rain. Be ye also patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. Grudge not one against another, brethren, lest ye be condemned. Behold, the judge standeth before the door. Take, my brethren, the prophets who have spoken in the name of the Lord, for an example of suffering, affliction, and of patience. Behold, we count them happy, that which endure. Ye have heard of the patience of Job, and have seen the end of the Lord, that the Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercy. But above all things, above all things, my brethren, swear not neither by heaven, neither by the earth, neither by the other oath, but let your yea be yea, your nay nay, lest ye fall into condemnation. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he hath forgiven sins, or committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. The, the suffering in faith, the very, uh, the very um, thing that happens to God's people. But he says, when you suffer, you have faith. You trust. 
You believe in the Lord. You trust in Him. The Lord is our strength. He's our strength and our endurance. In the book of Habakkuk, chapter 3 and verse 19, Habakkuk chapter 3 and verse 19. The Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like hinds feet. He will make me to walk upon mine high places. The Lord God is my strength. He's the strength that we need. All the strength that we need. We trust in God. God expects us to rely on faith. But before we go there, oh, I read that part. He expects us to rely on faith. So turn turn with us now to the book of Joshua. Joshua, chapter 1 and verse 3. Joshua 1 and verse 3. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given you, as I said unto Moses. Joshua said that the Lord um, told him, well, he said in verse 2, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel, And every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that I have given you as I said unto Moses. Just as he told Moses who led the children of Israel out of bondage, Joshua was to take over. Moses died. Joshua was to take over leading the children of Israel. And he said, You you take this people and go over the Jordan, taking them back home, in other words, to their land. And he says, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given you, as I said unto Moses. Now he said to Joshua, you take and lead them. And I want you to notice, he says to Joshua, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, Think about that for a minute. He's saying, here's your orders. Go over into the promised land. Now he said, every place that your foot steps on, that I have already given to the to you and the children of Israel. It's all yours. The point is that I'm making here is, this is the thing that you need to realize. What are you saying to Joshua? The farther in you go, the more land is yours. Do you trust me enough to lead the children of Israel on into this land? And everywhere that your your foot treads upon, I've given it to you. Sometimes we're given orders to do things and we're afraid to do them. So we stop and we think for a minute. Do I really... Do I really want to go any farther? The Lord's been good to us and He's brought us this far. But am I, am I pushing it too much? But He says, everywhere you step, 
you step by your your faith and your trust in God, I've given it to you. God doesn't tell us that He uh, when He promises us to be with us and guide us that it'll only be in good times. He says, no matter what happens in your life, you trust me, I will be with you. I will help you. I will guide you. I will listen to your prayers. Every place that you step on by faith, I've given it to you. That have I given unto you. But you have to step on it. We have a responsibility as a child of God not to get saved, not to keep saved, but because we are saved. And our responsibility is to step into the uh, life of trusting and believing and, and, and following the leadership of God in everything that we do. Too many times we sit down instead of praying to God to lead us in the way that we should go. We step down and say, now let me see which way is the best way to go. Which way is the best way to do it? And then I'll pray and ask God to help me in that way. No. He tells us when we have a difficulty ahead of us, we don't sit down and try to figure out how we can beat that difficulty or overcome that difficulty. We pray and ask God to help us to overcome it. Trust Him. Trust Him. The Lord is our strength. The Lord is our strength. What a, what a blessing that we have when we have one that tells us to be strong and then he tells us our strength is in the Lord. And um, we, we, we need to think about... Let's go to chapter 3. Here in Joshua, chapter 3 and verse 13. And it shall come to pass, as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests that bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of Jordan, that the waters of Jordan shall be cut off from the waters that come down from above, and they shall stand upon a heap. Now, here's, here's another point of what I'm, what I'm making. Joshua said, the Lord will give us safe journey across this river. Now, he says, as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests that bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth shall rest in the waters of Jordan, that the waters of Jordan shall be cut off from the waters that come down from above, and they shall stand upon a heap. He says, as soon as you step on it, as soon as you step on it, It'll be gone. Our faith as a child of God is not can he do it, but our faith is shown by whether we walk in his ways and trust God to give us the strength and the way to go. He said, As soon as the souls of the feet of the priests that bear the ark of the Lord the Lord of all the earth shall rest in the waters of Jordan. That's when the waters will be cut off. Now the priests had to prove their faith in Him. How many times have we been uh, 
given an opportunity to do something for the Lord, and the first thought comes in our mind, will the Lord help me do it? Or can I do it? We, the priest, as soon as they touch the water with their foot, uh, the, the water was moved apart, and they stepped down not on muddy water, muddy ground rather, just on solid ground. They walked across the, the river, the lake, the river rather, the Jordan River. They walked across it on dry land. And, but the priest had to go there to the edge of the pond and step their foot on the water, the creek, and as they touched the water, I don't believe the bottom of their foot got wet. But as soon as they touched the bottom of the water, or the, the water, the water was gone. And they had dry land to walk on all the way across. We are to rely on faith. Rely on faith. Trust God. Mark 11 and verse 22. Mark 11 and verse 22 says, And Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. Have faith in God. He goes on to talk about that he could, uh, that, that if you trusted God, you could say to this mountain, Be thou removed. How many mountains have we had in our life that we worried and fretted when all we had to do was just ask the Lord to remove them? How many difficulties and trials have we had that all we'd have done was ask the Lord to remove them? And He would. We suffered through a little bit of trials because we didn't trust the Lord. Jesus answered and said right immediately to, uh, to them, Have faith in God. Have faith in God. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 40. Isaiah, chapter 40, and verse 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. They shall renew their strength. Run, uh, uh, mount up with wings as eagles. Run and not be weary. Walk and not faint. They bout the business of the Lord. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They that trust in the Lord can walk in, in faith and in trust and know that God will take care. This is, God is teaching us that as a child of His, saved by the grace of God, we have the assurance of eternal life. But He's teaching us to rely on faith. We must rely on faith in everything in our life. That means 
In so many words, we're not to worry. We're not to worry. You realize that whenever we worry about things, we're not trusting the Lord to take care. The Lord says He'll take care of His people. He'll watch over you. He says He'll take you through the fires, through the heartaches, through the trials. All of those things. We as a child of God are expected to rely on faith. Not to get saved or to keep saved, but because we are saved. We are to rely on Him. To trust in Him. To know that no matter what takes place, what happens, we are safe and secure in the arms of God. Safe and secure in the arms of God. Let's go back to Habakkuk chapter 3 again. And in uh, verse 17, he says, Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines. The labor of the olive shall fail, and the field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Yet, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. In other words, when difficulties and hard times come, and things are not going as we uh, would like for them to go, I'll rejoice in the Lord. We can rejoice in the Lord when everything's going well. But what about when we're having some difficulties and trials, heartaches and burdens? Do we still rejoice in the Lord? Do we still still join in the uh, joy in the God of our salvation? We read a while ago, verse 19, The Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like hinds feet, and He will make me to walk upon mine high places. The Lord is my strength. So, if in the providence of God we go through a difficulty and trial in our life, do we sit and fret and worry and, and try to figure out a way to solve it, or do we trust the Lord and go on and live, trusting Him to take care He's our God. He tells us to have faith in Him. He says for us to, uh, to, to look to the Lord who is our strength. And trust in Him in no matter what we do and what we say. We read what Habakkuk said. We read what he said. No matter what takes place, even if all my my farm, my garden, my vines, uh, my fruits, trees, and all the fields fail, and the flock cut off from the herd, no herd in from the fold, no herd in the stalls, even if all that is gone, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. David said something similar in Psalm 18. Psalm 18. And um, 
verses 1 through 6. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler, and a horn of my salvation, my high tower. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. The sorrows of death compassed me, and the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. In my distress I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him even into his ears. We may we may die physically. If the if if the Lord's time has not come when it's time for us to die, we will die physically. And even though the sorrows of death are upon us, we rejoice in the Lord. We're thankful to God. David said, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength, my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, the horn of my salvation, my high tower. I will call upon the Lord. I will rejoice in Him. And He heard me. He hears me. Again, Isaiah says in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 40. Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 31. It says here, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Mount up with wings as eagles, run and not be weary, and walk and not faint. In the 61st chapter of Isaiah, Isaiah 61 and verse 10, he says, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God. For he hath clothed me with the garments of salvation. He hath covered me with the robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decketh himself with ornaments and as a bride adorneth herself with her jewels. He says, I will rejoice in the Lord. He hath clothed me. Now, notice this portion of this verse. He hath clothed me with the garments of salvation. We didn't put the garments of salvation on ourselves. The Lord clothed us with the garments of salvation. He, he covered me with the robe of righteousness. I didn't, I didn't decide to, to live good and, and become righteous. He covered me with the robe of righteousness. God does it. Isaiah said, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord because He hath clothed me with the garments of salvation covered me with a robe of righteousness. This is why we rejoice in the Lord. That's how what happens when we realize God is our strength. Then we can trust Him in all things. In all difficulties, all trials, all heartaches. No matter what it is, 
that happens to us. He's there to take care of us. In 1 Peter chapter 1, 1 Peter chapter 1 and verses 3 through 9. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to His abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time, wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory of the, at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen ye love, in whom though now ye see him not yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. Strength. The strength comes from He who covered us with the garments of salvation. He who um, clothed us with the uh, with righteousness. All of these things, our faith, our strength, is in Him. Our strength is in Him. So that's why we said at the beginning, be strong and endure. Suffer without breaking or yielding. Trust God. No matter what happens, no matter what trials comes upon us in this life, Someone said some time ago, when someone said, Why is it that you Christians have so much, so many troubles and trials? And they answered and said, If everything were perfect here on earth, we wouldn't look forward to heaven, would we? If everything went well here on earth, we wouldn't have anything to look forward to. But we know that we have trials and heartaches in this life. But we know that one day we will go to be with our Lord. And until then, He is our strength, our fortress, our help. No matter what happens, no matter what comes upon us, He is our strength and our help. Trust in the Lord when times are bad as well as when times are good. He will take us through all the difficulties and the trials and the heartaches and the burdens that we have. That's the Lord that we serve. He will be with us at all times. Shall we stand and be dismissed? Johnny dismisses in order of prayer.